Alright, I believe we are live here. Let me, yep, looks like, looks like we got sound and everything else that we would want. Let's just make sure, <laughs> I'm just checking here, make sure all is well because I believe we are now live. Okay, good, there we go. There, good. Okay, verified we are good to go. Okay, everybody. Uh, hi, live from Denver. It's Sunday morning, and I am doing a critical Q&A show today. Um, had a little bit of a uh, right before I started with my laptop here with some, uh, some uh, had to re-plug it in someplace else, so hopefully this will stay good for us. And uh, let's go ahead and flip over to the live so you can see the chat on the screen as it's as it's going and in replay here. Hey, everybody. So, um, yeah, back in Denver. Boy, what? Uh, it took a vacation this week and uh, have been gone all week. Just got back last night or, or sorry, not last night, but yesterday uh, afternoon. Uh, visited family, uh, went out to California and Oregon and uh, saw the parents, saw, saw the brother and his family and uh, a few other people and had a decent uh, time of it. It was, it felt more like a working vacation than it did uh, a vacation vacation. <laughs> Started checking a bunch of boxes off. Um, and travel is always uh, stressful to say the least. Um, I just travel is always like, and you're flying and you got a rental car and you got a hotels and you got all these things booked and you got to make sure everything goes off okay. And it's very stressful. Uh, but um, but there we go. Oh, hey. Hey, Germany. Awesome. Thanks for these comments, guys. Um, okay. So good. So we've got guys coming on as I, I think people are seeing. We're, we're live here. Hello, Netherlands. Wow. Awesome. I, I love the international flavor of my channel and the audience here. This is awesome. Um, okay. Yes. Well, yeah. I, uh, I I purposefully was not telling a whole lot of people, hey, Sydney, uh, where we were going or what we were doing because we were very focused and had very little time for anything other than what we were doing. Uh, okay. So... Um, now that I'm back, it's going to be nose to the grindstone uh, over the next couple months to get my thesis done for my master's program. That's really got to be my top, top priority. Um, I do also have, actually, I should have brought it over here. Let me, let me grab this real fast. Try to always try to avoid getting up in the middle of these things, but this book Implicit Religion is a little pamphlet-sized uh, book. It's got eight articles, I think eight. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. There are nine academic articles in this booklet all about Scientology. And I published a response to the first one on Tony's blog this last week on the Underground Bunker. And I hope you guys got a chance to see that, or if you haven't, check it out. I sort of took some of these academics to task for ignoring us ex-members and some of the other nonsensical sort of claims and, and goofiness that they get up to. But there's eight more articles in here <laughs> to respond to. So I'll also be writing responses to these things and publishing those on Tony's blog in the coming weeks also. So you'll see those roll out. Uh, I'm trying to keep it kind of simple and to the point, not get into some big involved uh, thing. But, you know, when academics talk about Scientology, they routinely put their foot in their mouths and sort of slam it up to the knee, you know. And the only reason they take open their mouths further is to take their foot out and put their other one in. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous some of the nonsense that these guys will, will say or claim about Scientology and about other destructive cults. So um, I am looking forward to... Right, reading the rest of this nonsense and writing responses to it. So anyway, if you guys are following um, my work on Tony's blog, you'll see those articles coming up here. Um, hey, Southwest England. Awesome. Uh, seeing some of these uh, comments here coming in. Um, oh, well, thank you for that. 
Um, Seven was fine without us. We, we a friend kind of kept an eye on him. He stayed here, and he was totally fine, and he's been uh, sort of patrolling the hallways since we've been back uh, demanding pettings and lots of attention from us. So Seven's doing real good. Um, all right, let's see what else we got here. In terms of, um, I do want to let you guys know, of course, this is critical Q&A. So uh, go ahead and throw your questions into the comment queue. If you want to throw my name at the beginning of it, that might help me to zero in on questions that you have for me. And of course, if you throw a question in with a super chat, then I will jump right to it or get to it as quickly as I can, because uh, I'll definitely answer those. All right, so uh, go ahead and fire away with uh, with whatever you'd like to know from me. Uh, let's see here as we go through these comments. Um, uh, wow. Educon, after notifying people of the Educo cult here in the UK. Wow. Okay, well, that sounds, that sounds fascinating. Um, oh, thank you, Sandy. You're very welcome for that. Um, thank you very much for that very nice comment there. I really appreciate that. Um, have I read Cults in the in Our Midst by Margaret uh, Singer? I have not read it cover to cover. I have referred through, I've referenced the book, read through certain sections of the book, um, but I haven't read it all yet. Um, but I do highly recommend it, by the way. Singer is definitely a good authority on cults and cultic behavior and, and uh, was an early, uh, you know, sort of researcher on that. So, uh, so I think she's got good things to say about it. Um, Chris, what's the worst fair game you've heard of? Um, well, I think what happened to Paulette Cooper was pretty bad. Um, what they did to Marty Rathman wasn't any fun for him, you know, with that with hanging out outside of his house and um, taunting him, following him everywhere, following his wife everywhere. That was pretty rough. Um, but I think, you know, the Paulette Cooper stuff was pretty bad. I, I think that's the worst that I've heard of, at least off the top of my head. Um you know, because they were stalking her to the point where she was having suicidal thoughts and, and ide ideation, and and that's not good. That's really bad. Then they they had, they had uh, sent a fake uh, bomb threat as though she had written a bomb threat. They got her thumbprint or fingerprint on a piece of paper and used that to send the FBI a fake bomb threat in her name and get her in all kinds of trouble. So that was that was pretty bad, I'd say. Um, okay, let's see here. Any updates on Shelly? No. No no new word that I'm aware of on Shelly Miscavige. Uh, still languishing in the hills above uh, Lake Arrowhead or Big Bear in the mountains of California about an hour or two outside of uh, where um, Hemet, California, where uh, San Jacinto, where the gold base is. And as far as I know, that's where she is um, She is located. And that's the best reporting we've still got on that. Yeah, I'd say David Miscavige is. I'd agree with that, Richard. I think he's kind of negative to Scientology, <laughs> to say the least. All right. Uh, Jonathan asks, have you ever gone to a church, synagogue, or mosque service just to see what a non-cult place of worship would be like. Um, well, you know, I have not gone to a church or a church service since leaving Scientology. However, I have been to church. I've been to church camp when I was a teenager. I went to church services as a teen. Um, I went to a four-square congregation, so I think that was a borderline Pentecostal or something, I, th I think. I don't, don't quote me on that. I don't remember exactly what four squares denomination is, but um, went to a few uh, of those services and, um, it, you know, uh, it was mostly for friends or community or trying to, trying to find, you know, girls or trying to find people to, to, to be friends with. And, um, and so I kind of understand what a non-cult church service looks like. Um, for the research I'm doing for my paper, I do plan on going and talking to a uh, at least one Catholic priest. I want to get uh, sort of a modern rendition from just a, a random selection of 
of them um what what their take is on um confessionals and uh and and the use of confessional in religious settings so i'll be i'll be doing that but i won't be going to other services i don't i don't really feel the need to do that or any desire to it's there's there's no vacuum or hole missing in my life right now that i feel church would would fill if if anything it's just the opposite um Okay, yes, Paula definitely has a great heart. Paula is amazing. Um, yeah, as far as I think you're referring, Tim, to Shelly there, I, I don't think Shelly's dead. I don't see any reason why not. The reason why they don't trot her out is because David Miscavige, and probably Shelly for that matter, don't care what you think about Shelly. I mean that the, the the truth is David Miscavige is under no obligation of any kind, legally or otherwise, to produce Shelley, show her around, proof of life. He doesn't care what you think about him. And he doesn't care what you think about Shelley. And Shelley doesn't really care what you think about her. I mean, she's you you reckon that she's still hardcore Sea Org Scientologist her whole life. She's she's not you know that's that's not where her head's at, as I understand it. I, if I'm wrong and it's a different situation, I will certainly uh, say so. But Shelley's going to have to come up and and say something about that. And so far, she has not. Um. Okay. So. Oh my goodness. Uh, what can I say about Elizabeth Holmes, the Theranos founder, and the trial? Um, well, I did a whole podcast on Elizabeth Holmes and on um, Theranos, Theranos. I, you know, I never do have it right how to say that damn word. Um, but I said quite a bit about her in that podcast, and nothing in the trial so far has seemed to indicate that I was wrong. She was a manipulator and somebody who may or may not have had dreams of of grandeur and greatness, but um, she did not pull off the, uh, you know, the technological marvel of blood testing that she thought she would. It was supposed to be one device that would that you could do like a multitude of testing uh, with a single drop of blood. The idea was that you would give a drop of blood and uh, you could get, you know, like 50, 60, 70 different tests done. And it just doesn't work that way. The, 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 in order to test blood, you have to have a lot more of it than just a drop. And, um, and so the machine was never really going to work within existing bounds of our medical knowledge and testing technology. Uh, but she kept in, you know, getting millions and millions of dollars from very, very wealthy people, very, very strong, powerful people. And basically, uh, you know, tantamount to a fraud uh, because she could never produce the goods and tried to cover up that it wasn't, you know, that the, that the goods were not being produced and was still getting money in. And so um, now she's on trial and she should go to jail. And as far as I'm concerned, that's where she belongs. So that's kind of what I have to say about that. And you can, I, I said, I did a podcast years ago about that where I kind of broke down the whole case and, and some cultic aspects of it, some manipulation and control that she had engaged in, threatening people, things like that. So as far as I know, that podcast is still still legit. Um, okay, go fill a hole or convert to study. Oh, yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get your question. Um and uh, didn't mean for you to go fill a hole or convert, but just to study what was going on. Absolutely. No, I hear you. And maybe I should. Maybe I should go to more church services in order to see what's going on in church these days. But I see enough YouTube videos that have church services that I think I, I, think I have some concept of it. Um, but, uh, oh, wait, my screen just disappeared there. I hope it comes back on. Whoopsie. One moment, please. This is what I meant about the uh, power going out on my laptop. Is I, in order to see your comments, I might need to go to it on my phone here. Uh, just having uh, power issues here today. All right, let's pull up the... Okay, here we go. I've got my uh, 
I'm looking at the comments now from my YouTube app. Let's see if we can get them back here. Sorry, guys. I know this is a bit of a hassle. Um, let's go back. Let's open this up again. All right, there we go. Okay, good. So I can see your comments here. <laughs> We're still streaming. I just can't see it on the screen here because my computer, my laptop's being a little lame. Um, any plans on researching the Yellow Deli cult? They're an apocalypse-oriented one. No, Nick, I, I don't have any plans on, on studying the Yellow Deli cult at this time. Um, I am um, I, I am inundated with requests, actually, to look into various cults. I have people email me all the time. What about this cult? What about that cult? Uh, how about this? How about that? And there's just, you know, there's so many of them and so many things to look into. But I kind of have to focus on, um, on my schooling right now and getting through that and um, sort of ending off or ending off, tapering off, I guess, you know, my coverage of the Scientology stuff. I've got a couple more videos in the hopper that need to get done on that after I finish my degree. And then I will actually be open to uh, looking into a lot more groups or other groups uh, that are out there. So that's the plan. Um, Oh, here's a good question. Would I ever visit a Church of Scientology incognito just for fun? Well, I kind of did in Portland, actually. This vacation just a few days ago, we were in Portland, and I stopped by the Church of Scientology there. You can see a, um, a little incognito photo of me standing across the street. I have a sort of a thing, though, in that I am not, it's not my interest or intention to go rile up or give Scientologists or other cult members a hard time or a bad time or, you know, stick a camera in their face or, you know, go, go taunt them or something. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. I don't want to do anything like that. So I did not approach them with the intention of, you know, going into the church, because I'm a very recognizable face in Western United States, Scientology. Um, I'm, you know, I recognize the staff there. When we walked past, even with masks on, I could see, oh, I knew him, I knew her, I knew her. There's still staff there from, you know, when I was last in Portland was like a decade ago. And there's still the same, you know, schleps there, still schlepping it out, trying to make Scientology go in Portland. And um, I think that's a little silly, but that's what they're doing. Um, but I did not uh, confront them uh, directly or anything like that. Um, maybe I should, but I, you know, but I, I, I just didn't. All right. Um, yes, I know the screen behind me is not working here. I will turn it off. <laughs> it's because my laptop uh, is stopped working. I think the power went out or something. And I'm trying to turn it back on as I go here. Um, just experiencing the, uh, the, the fun of live broadcasting. I took my laptop with me. It didn't charge back up and, uh, and that's where we are at. Hey, Steve, glad to see you on the show here. See you in the comments here. All right. Um, oh my God. Absolutely. Xion asks me if I have any comments on Monty Python's movie, The Life of Brian, and the movie Dogma. Yes, of uh, sure I do. Um, actually, just saw Life of Brian for the first time a few weeks ago. Uh, I had never seen it before. I'd really only, in terms of Monty Python movies, I'd really only seen uh, Holy Grail. Um. I I enjoyed it. I thought Life of Brian definitely was a good send up of some uh, of a lot of nonsense that goes on in in faith based 
systems or or the way people will respond to holy relics and holy beliefs and ideas and and prophets and 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 messiah figures and and the way that almost immediately you can get a factioning of you know people disagreeing over stuff and we're going to worship the sacred shoe and oh no we're going to worship the sacred robe or whatever all this kind of stuff i thought they did a pretty good job of uh, of sending all that stuff up um yeah i so i enjoyed it i enjoyed life of brian um as far as um dogma goes i really enjoyed dogma that's kevin smith's uh parody or 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 send up of catholicism and he really nails a lot of uh, of points in that movie with with silliness about catholic dogma um so I enjoyed that. I laughed out loud quite a bit at that. I, I wasn't, um, oh, what was that? What was that, uh, that, that, that monster? Oh, God, that, that, that thing that came out of the toilet. That was pretty disgusting. Wasn't too down with that. But, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Yes, exactly. The shit demon. Uh, oh, the Golgothan. That's what it was called from Golgotha. Yes. Yeah, I did not. I did not. I did not enjoy that part. Um, Nick Bravo asks, rural America isn't taking COVID seriously, whereas large cities like Denver are taking it very seriously. Any thoughts on how both groups can reconcile this? Um well, you know, certainly uh, education, of course, communication. I mean, somehow, really, it, it, my thoughts on how to reconcile the divide right now really come down to individuals, to, to us. Our politicians aren't going to do it, and our media clearly isn't going to do it. So it really does come down to you and me. Um, we're the ones who are divided. We're the ones who can heal that divide. And the only way that I see us doing it is one by one talking to people respectfully with um, some degree of dignity afforded to the person you're talking to, even if you think their beliefs or ideas are absolutely ludicrous and nonsensical, you can still engage with the person you're talking to in a respectful fashion, right? You don't have to respect the beliefs. I don't. You don't have to. Beliefs are, are, are up for ridicule. But the person holding the beliefs is going to feel it if you're, you know, giving them a real hard time as a person or are trying to make them feel like they, as a person, are worthless, stupid, ignorant, you know, nonsensical, et cetera, et cetera. Um, these are ways that we continue and forward that divide. And we've got to take responsibility for this on a one-on-one. -on -one, and we're going to have to just deal with it that way. I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's an idea that I have that I think is 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 uh, is going to be necessary. I don't think anybody's going to do it for us, and I think it's going to take a lot of work because it's taken a lot of work on our parts creating these divides. You know, getting all riled up, shit posting on social media, insulting people left, right, and center. I, I've I've done in my more than my fair share. I'm sure. I'm trying to temper that and do better. Um, we all need to do better at that. Uh, you know, uh, it's worth it. It's worth taking the time. It's worth making the effort to try to do that. Even and, and I'm not talking about, you know, trying to dive in and engage with the very worst, you know, on social media and expect you're going to get somewhere. I'm talking about in-person, live communication with people you know, people maybe that you don't necessarily totally like, but at least you can communicate with them, maybe get along somehow, figure out how to agree, to disagree, something along those lines. There's a lot of people right now, psychologists and um, professional communicators, who are putting material together or have put material together to try to help people reconcile or help people communicate. It's a lot, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And, um, of course, street epistemology figures into this, which we've done whole podcasts about on my show here with Anthony Magnabosco. So there are techniques we can utilize in order to try to bridge these divides and communicate better if we, if we put the effort into doing it. And, uh, and it's not always easy, and I get that it's, it's sometimes very, very hard. But um, 
I don't see any other way out of this except to except to do that. And that's my uh, soapbox on that. Okay. Um, okay. Into buffets, <laughs> Chris Wood. Are there are there any adjustable settings on an e meter? Yes, Chris. There are. Uh, there's a tone arm and a sensitivity knob and a sensitivity booster. There are three knobs you can adjust. Oh, and then there's the trim knob. So I guess there's four. Um, and then also, am I into buffets? Yes, I am. I love buffets. Uh, real good ones, though. Not not crappy ones. Oh, what do I think of Nancy Salzman's sentence? Good question, Gerroar. Uh, Nancy Salzman was the enabler, the chief enabler and, and partner in crime of Keith Raniere uh, from Nexium. And she got a very light sentence. I think it was three years or something. Uh, and fuck that. She, Nancy Salzman should be in jail for the rest of her life along with Keith. That is where she should be. She is the N, uh, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Expert. She's the one who helped enable Keith in so many ways to develop his Nexium programs and wrangle these women into it and men and uh, profited insanely, uh, obscenely uh, from their efforts. Um, fooling and abusing and um, and really harassing and harming people uh, with that group. It was really uh, bad. And Nancy Salzman got a slap on the wrist for that. She should be in jail forever. That's my take on Nancy Salzman. I hope I... I was clear in my <laughs> in that. <laughs> hey, London. Good to hear from you. Um, and what do you think? This is not the... Oh, okay. Uh, Greek Sunshine asks a great question. Practicing Scientology is basically illegal here in Germany, and the German authorities are extremely on top of it. Why do you think this is not the case with U.S. authorities? Um, as we have said many, many times, it has to do with um, the fact that these authorities are not even on the job. The people in the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, whose job it is to, um, uh, to track down and enforce tax exemption codes, are not even working. They're not even there. Um, and uh, the... Um, the other legal forces, I mean, we see this, you know, it's kind of like, well, why aren't they, why did they let the Catholic Church abuse little kids for decades? Why? Because they turned a blind eye, because they had other things to do, because they didn't care, because they thought it wasn't important, because they were paid off, because they were ignorant, because they literally didn't see the evidence right in front of their eyes. I mean, there's a laundry list of reasons, all of them very stupid, but true. Those are the true reasons. And, um, and it really comes down to ignorance and uncaringness and... Um, and corruption. And those are, those are the reasons why Scientology gets a pass. Those are the reasons why the Catholic Church has gotten a pass and why religion in general is allowed free reign to abuse people in the United States with very little consequence or even fear of consequences. One of the, but one of the, one of the things you can do with the most security in the United States has become a criminal in the world of religion. And um, that, is, that is a very easy thing to do. And there seem to be no shortage of Americans who will um, just fall all over themselves to throw their money at you if you are reading out of a Bible or saying some kind of mantras or chanting the secret or telling people how the universe will give you everything you want if you think good thoughts blah, 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 you know? I mean, sometimes it does get a little, it just, just gets a little old after a while, you know? You're just like, Jesus, man. Uh, but that's that's the truth of it. Uh, okay. Oh, gosh, no, no. Uh, Shimoda, no. It was always my plan to come back today and do this live stream. Our, 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 our vacation was not cut short at all. Thank you for asking that. No. Um, we, I, I did get a break. I did appreciate it. Thank you. Um, it wasn't as much of a break as I was, would have liked. Um, but that was just because I was, you know, having to get certain things done, not because it wasn't a vacation. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. Let's do some schools. Is that normal? I, Sandy, I'm not sure I understand your question. You're saying in Amsterdam, they're trying to get students into the church, but they usually don't have money. They got a building next to some schools. Is that normal? I, 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 are you talking about Scientology? And um, it is normal that the Church of Scientology tries to proselytize and get people in. And they try to do it through lots of different ways. Anything they think will work, they'll do. Um, I, I guess that's what you're asking me about here. But um, as far as is that normal, uh, you know, with Scientology, who knows what's normal? Okay. Um, Da, 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 da. Going down the comments here. COVID 19 variant. It's not fully understood. Yeah, Mu. Cute question, X sign about the COVID uh, Mu variation. Ha ha. Uh, okay. Held in review. Okay, let's show that. Okay. Good. Start a religion. What are your crimes? Okay, good. Um, yes, thank you, Shimoda. It was. It was a nice break. It was very good. And it was it was very good to see my dad uh, for the first time in like five years. That was the main reason for my vacation. And uh, that was very good. And seeing my mom and seeing my 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 nephew, Cooper, he's uh, he's just oh, he's just so cute. So that was fun. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. Good question, Gurur. Do I think Laura Prepon, Prepon will get triangulated into the Danny Masterson case? It's possible. If she has knowledge or the lawyers feel she has knowledge necessary to the case, then they'll, they might subpoena her. Um, you know, who knows where she's going to go with that or what she's going to do. You know, she's, she said she's no longer a Scientologist, but she has not, she's refused to speak up anything more about it or say anything about why she left, what her experiences are, and, of course, the connection with Danny Masterson in that 70s show. And that's not a small connection. I mean, Danny Masterson was was abusing all these women. She knew him during that time. Um, did she know about what he was doing? That's a big question. I, I certainly don't know. But it would be interesting to find out. So maybe she'll come up in the case. And um, I... You know that might be interesting if uh, if if that were to be the if that were to happen. Um. Yeah, exactly, Richard. It is hard to prosecute Scientology because of the First Amendment. Um, it's hard to prosecute any religion in America because of the First Amendment. Judges are very very, um, you know, hold back on that. Okay. Um. No, did not see, I have not seen the HBO special about the Way Down Church. Uh, I'll need to check that out. I've got such a list of backlog shows I got to watch and stuff. I'm way behind. Um, oh, interesting question, Tim. Tim Greenglass asked a question about the film The Master. Why the stuff about mixing alcohol? It's well past prohibition when the story takes place. I believe that the mixing alcohol thing came out of the military because the military guys were having a hard time getting hold of alcohol when they were out on the boats. And that was why they were mixing alcohol using, you know, pretty dangerous uh, means using fuel or grain alcohol or whatever they were doing in order to get some get some alcohol in themselves. Um, I think that was where that came from. I think it was a World War II practice, um, some kind of internal Navy thing. That's how I understood it. I, it wasn't a Scientology thing. Um, have I spent any time learning about narcissistic personality disorder? What's that? <laughs> Yes, I have. Yeah, I, I know something about NPD. Yeah. Um, the term narcissism seems to be talked about a lot when we talk about stalwarts within high control groups. Yeah, that's because narcissists are attracted to high control groups because there's a lot of prey for them to prey upon. I am, am leaning more in the direction these days of using the term predator 
rather than narcissist or, you know, some of these more psychiatric labels or diagnoses or disorders. Because, you know, in order to determine whether somebody's a narcissist or not, you don't just take a screenshot of some tweet they sent out or some statement they made and go, ah, narcissist. I mean, really, if we're being fair and we're being honest, it takes a lot more than that to determine whether somebody's actually excuse me, suffering from narcissistic personality disorder or not. However, we can see very readily when somebody is a predator, when they're preying on other people. And that's not a psychiatric diagnosis. That's, that's something anybody can understand. And so I, I have been um, trying to move in that direction of using those kind of words more so. Um, but yeah, narcissists are definitely a personality type or a personality disorder. And um, they are involved uh, in a lot of destructive relationships, one-on-one relationships, as well as cultic situations where... Um, they just start realizing that either through through stumbling into it or through premeditation, they create situations where they have power and control because they are terrified of other people having power and control over them. And so they choose to try to dominate as a way of getting along in the world, which is kind of nuts, but it's what some people do. Um. Super J. Cole fan, do you think Scientology will ever be forced out of the USA with the operation they launched against the IRS? No. No, I don't. I don't think that that's ever in the cards that they're going to be forced out of the United States. No. Um, Oh, top pick recommendations for horror movies for Halloween. Oh, boy. I haven't really watched a lot of horror recently. I am very much looking forward to the um, new versions of uh, Firestarter and uh, Salem's Lot that are coming. I heard that Halloween Kills is pretty good. Seth Seth Andrews really seemed to like that. Um, But otherwise, I'd have to go old school. I mean, go back to Exorcist and, you know, uh, the Babadook and, you know, stuff like that. Um, oh, okay, so just clarifying that question earlier, talking about Scientology. The main focus here seems to be students. First, their church was in the middle of the city of Amsterdam. Now it's next to some schools and university. Yeah, they could be going after students, and that wouldn't be anything new. Scientology boomed in the 70s by going on to college campuses and bringing people, um, college kids, disoriented, traumatized, in a new environment, you know, fresh out of, uh, you know, Springfield, USA, and they land in the big city, and they're going to college, and they're finding out, you know, their way in the world, and they and they stumble on Scientology and end up ruining their lives. So Scientology and students are not a new mix at all. It's very normal for Scientologists to uh, target college students as a demographic. Yeah, very much so. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Howard. Um, okay. As usual, someone behind the desk. Oh, Shimoda asks, I walked past the Scientology Center in London recently, absolutely deserted as usual, with just someone in uniform behind a desk looking like an exhausted zombie. Are they Sea Org people? Um, okay, that's on Tottenham Court Road. The London staff are not generally Sea Org. Uh, the people who work at the Church of Scientology of London are regular Class 5 staff. Uh, that means they've signed a contract for two and a half years or five years to work at that church. And in exchange, they'll get free Scientology services. After two and a half or five years, the contract's up and their obligation is done. And they can re-sign or, you know, whatever. But that's not Sea Org. Uh, sea Org are the billion-year contract, lifetime commitment people. There are some Sea Org members in London, but just because they have uniforms on doesn't mean they're Sea Org. Okay. Um, let's see here. Only ask a question to get them to tell me more. No judge them. <laughs> 
Chris, uh, if I like, if I just like to listen to other people's stories and viewpoints and only ask questions to get them to tell me more and never judge them, should I start a religion? Um, no, you should go be a psychologist. Uh, that would be uh, more productive and, and useful to the world at large, I think. Um, yeah, Midsommar, I need to see that. That's a, that's, that's a wacky sounding movie, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, oh my God. Would I ever wear a sleeveless mesh shirt? How about tight leather pants? Um, if you paid me enough <laughs> and by enough, I mean like, you know, six figures. <laughs> um, what are my thoughts on Army Hammer? I don't really have too many thoughts on Army Hammer. I don't have enough information to know uh, whether his the accusations made against Army Hammer are legit or not. Um, I, I think that's the kind of thing that should be decided by um, you know uh, investigators and and officials, not not us. I don't really have too many thoughts on on his situation. Um. Oh, will I come to Salford when I graduate? Uh, no, I'm not planning on going to a graduation at Salford. Uh, there is a possibility that I will be in the UK next year, uh, next summer for something. And if I am and I'm around, I might try to arrange a, to do a talk or two while I'm out there. Um, we shall see how that goes. Uh, but that's that's my current sort of tentative planning for the UK. Um Yes, exactly. Yeah, Shmoda, exactly. They always are targeting kids. Um, also, interesting. When it comes to Scientology. Yes, the hammer cult. Um, okay, good. Continuing on the things here. I have not heard any more fallout from Reckless Ben on the Reckless Ben situation. Gur, uh, Roar, I don't know about that. Oh, yes. Okay. Shimoda asks, you said the staff in London are class five. Is this like the class five auditors? What does that refer to? Yes. Um, the the city level churches, um, London, Denver, Milano, these level churches are called class five orgs, class five organizations, because they can train auditors up to the level of class five. That's why they're called class five orgs. Uh, they can make clears on the auditing side, and they can train auditors up to class five. Okay. Um, that's why I'm always referring to them, though, as city-level churches. Nobody in Scientology calls them that. I do because I'm trying to communicate to you guys that that's the, where they're at, sort of in the hierarchy. But the, the internal terminology is class five org. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Alex, thanks for the super chat. Um, yes, the practice of Scientology is not forbidden in Germany, but they, but they face specific political and economic restrictions, such as membership in some major political parties and businesses. Yes, thank you for that clarification, Alex. Absolutely. I actually wasn't aware that there was limited membership in the political parties. I knew that the German government was not friendly to Scientology, but they have not banned it or made it illegal. And I would not, uh, just to, so for everybody knows, I would not encourage them to ban it or make it illegal. I don't think that's the way to defeat a destructive cult. Um, so that is my take on that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do I think that Elton John's song Tiny Dancer is about prostitutes? Uh, yes, I've always thought that it was. Um, if I'm wrong about that, then something new that I'm wrong about <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. But yes, that is what I think that song's about. Uh, oh, great. Yes, I really do hope I can come to the UK. I, there, uh, the, the plan to do so is pretty firm. Um, but what I'm going to do there and how long I'll be there, we'll see. Uh, that's what's up in the air right now. Um, thank you, Shimoda. I'd love to see you if I come out there too. Um, okay. Da, 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 da. Letters from St. Hill. 
Exxon, I don't know why they're writing to you. Well, I will say, oh, thank you, Gurror, for that wonderful super chat. Very appreciated. Thank you. Um, Exxon says, Chris, I get letters from St. Hill written on nice quality paper and all, but I've never been there. How come they would be writing me? One thing that's interesting about Scientology is that when you go to a mission or a class five org or any other you know, places and you buy a book or they get hold of your name and address, that can travel to other orgs in Scientology. It goes up to international address, so to the international database of, of names and addresses. And then it can go to FLAG, it can go to one of the Sea Org orgs like St. Hill, and you can start getting mail from them, even though you've never been there and never bought a service from them. So it kind of goes up and then back down, and, and I, I hope that answer makes sense, but that's kind of internally, that's, that's what happens sometimes. Um, Oh, what are my thoughts, uh, Mark's Travels? Uh, what are your thoughts on the new Dune movie about to be released? I am looking forward to it. I do never, I never have high hopes for Dune, especially after that David Lynch monstrosity from the '80s. But um, and Dune is not necessarily what I consider great literature, but there are aspects to it that I find fascinating, and it looks from the preview like they're taking this very seriously and doing this very. Denis Villeneuve, you know, great, big, larger-than-life production. You know, I, I, I know I'm going to upset some people when I say that Blade Runner 2049 wasn't my jam. I, 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 visually, it was startling and arresting and amazing. But story-wise, I wasn't too impressed. Um, I, think it, I think Dune is going to be similar. I think it's going to be a, 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 an amazing visual experience. But I already know the Dune story, and it's not that great. So, <laughs> so we'll kind of see how they go about interpreting it. I know that this movie is only the first half of the first book. So they've got a whole nother one they got to do. You know, I don't know why they just didn't do the whole thing. Anyway, we'll see. But, that, but I, am, I am definitely going to see it. I'm definitely going to see it in the movie theater where it deserves to be seen. Uh, okay, Chris, what I am not answering your question about midgets, you weirdo. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ha! Any Canadian dates for the Chris Shelton World Tour? We'll see. Um, I would love to get up to Canada as well, actually, but um, no plans right now. So we'll see. Okay. Any of you hanging out at the bus station at night for fun? I not me. Let's see. I got something to stop mailing me when it's gonna mail or for dates and hookups. Oh nice. Oh, Shimoda asks, Chris, is it right that Scientology is banned in Russia or is that the JWs I'm thinking of? It's a little bit of both. Um the the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Church of Scientology are both um, at the receiving end of what could really only be termed, I, I, I mean, really, I, I would call it religious persecution. I mean, they've got the, they've got people in jail because of their religious beliefs. I don't think that's right. Um, I do think that putting people in jail for illegal acts, for illegal practices, is right. And Scientology can be prosecuted for illegal acts. So don't get me wrong. I don't think that, you know, Scientologists shouldn't be in jail uniformly. But I don't think Scientologists should be in jail just because of their beliefs. And that's what I think. I think that's what's going on in Russia. I'm willing to be corrected on that if there's uh, something else going on there. But I think that's what's happening. Okay. Um, moving right along. Okay. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Gurror asks, is Scientology actively trying to gain religious tax exemption in countries where they are not recognized officially as a religion, or is it basically over now for them trying to obtain that? No. Scientology very much is still working on getting tax exemption in lots of different countries in the world and religious status and religious uh, recognition. There are four or five countries right now where Scientology is basically labeled as a cult. Um, France, Israel, Argentina, I think a couple other countries. 
Um, and there are, but there are other countries where it has already kind of gone through that and is officially recognized as a religion. And yeah, Scientology is definitely still working to get legit in those places. Um, okay. This is it an org. Yeah, the Life Improvement Center is a extension of an org. There are um, you can have in the in, with what David Miscavige set up is um, test centers. So you can have an org, and it can have a, a mission. We've talked about missions, and missions can exist around an org. And missions are independently operated and run Scientology groups. Um, they can audit. They can do a little bit of training. They make a lot of money. That's a mission. An org is the next official Scientology group, um, and that's that. That's your city level church, your class five org. An org can have attached to it a sort of extension unit that's called a test center. And that, and I believe that the um, TCR facility, the Life Improvement Center is such a thing. It's not a mission. It's an extension of the org. The staff who work there are, are org staff members, and uh, the income goes to the org, that kind of thing. So I think that's how that's set up, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, moving down here through these comments. Yeah, quite wild. Um <laughs> Squid Game. Haven't watched that yet. Is there anything, Bartos uh, asks me, is there anything in Scientology that can be seen as genuinely original? I think that Hubbard's take on um, the suppressive person and the reason why a suppressive person is the way they are is pretty original to him. Um, I've done videos on that, so I won't explain it all here, but I think that that concept and idea is kind of original. Um, otherwise, no. Hubbard took almost everything in Scientology from earlier practices or sources, and a lot more of it comes out of the occult than I think most people realize. Um, I'm still learning about that. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the things I got to do on my vacation that was actually like a, a, almost a pilgrimage for me was when we were in Portland, I finally got into Powell Books. Ah, it's like the city of books. It's a bookstore that takes up an entire city block. There are over a million books in this bookstore. It was, it was like going to book Mecca for me. I loved it. And, um, and I got a book there on, I, I showed you guys recently that Thoth tarot deck that I got hold of, which was the tarot deck that Aleister Crowley put together. Well, at uh, Powell Books, I found a whole book describing that tarot deck and the whole belief set behind it and why Aleister Crowley put it together the way that he did. And I got that because I thought it might give me some insight into, uh, more insight into the cult origins of Scientology and what Hubbard was trying to do. So you'll probably see future content, not in the next few weeks, it's going to be a while until I get to that book. But there will be some uh, some more stuff coming out of that, too. I think that'll be kind of fun. Um, okay. Uh, bop, bop, bop. Squid game. Whoop. Okay. Do I think... Okay, Shimoda asks, um, do you think Scientology wants tax exemption in countries where they can launder money slash traffic people? Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly one of the reasons they want it is because it gives them another layer of legitimacy and protection from the law. Yes, definitely, Shimoda. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I've read other critics say Scientology is associated with MK Ultra. Thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Scientology is not connected to MK Ultra. MK Ultra definitely was a thing. It definitely happened. I'm not trying to imply that it didn't. But Scientology doesn't have any legit remote viewing or ESP or telekinesis ability or power. Scientology does not gift anybody with this. 
There's no secret sauce to Scientology giving people psychokinetic abilities so uh, or paranormal powers of any kind. So they're not. So there was nothing to the whole, uh, you know, MK Ultra tie-in or mind control and all that other stuff uh, at all. Not nothing. I've seen no legit evidence of a connection there of any kind. Um, if somebody wants to correct me on that, show me some evidence of it. But it better not be this nonsense where I have to connect dots that don't connect. I hate that. I hate it when people do that. Um, you know, you got evidence means evidence. It, it's, it actually shows the connections and doesn't infer or imply them. So, um, so that's all I've seen in terms of nonsensical uh, sort of ramblings about how Scientology was utilized by the government or was investigated by the government as part of their mind control or remote viewing or MK Ultra stuff. It's just, ugh, I don't, I don't see that. Okay. Um, oh yeah, that Dune TV miniseries that was that was that was okay. It was better than the movie, that's for sure. It was better than the David Lynch atrocity. Um, is there any way Scientology can lose its classification as a religion? Um, it, yes, there are ways that that can happen, but it would require the U.S. government or other governments or, or activist groups to become very very serious about reviewing what is and isn't a religion what's religious cloaking how does that work you know that how do you perpetuate a fraud by disguising it as a religion that is something that the united states government has been uh completely out to lunch on um never seen law enforcement um i've not seen it if they've done it i i'd love to get examples of it because i've not i've not seen them them go that way uh, Sandy asks, what if Scientology became free, meaning you don't have to pay? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, see, here's the thing, Sandy. Scientology is a money-making scam. That is what it is. So it would be impossible for, it, it's a leopard changing its spots, right? If Scientology became a charitable, charitable institution or a charity and started giving everything away, it wouldn't really last very long because it does require money for it to operate. And, um, I mean, it's got a lot in reserves, but, you know, eventually it would go broke. Um, okay, good. All right. Good, good, good. Yes. Um, okay, let's take this one and then I'll start wrapping up the show for this week. Why do you think that celebrities are falling for the Scientology nonsense? I do understand that people with issues like people that live under the poverty line could easier fall for it. Okay, Greek Sunshine, I wanna I, I've said this before. Let me let me clarify. Celebrities are people too. Um, they are really normal people. I, I've met celebrities. You've probably met celebrities. They're they're accessible. They are people first. They have problems, they have issues, they have concerns, worries, anxieties. If anything, becoming a celebrity only exacerbates those worries and that stress and that depression or anxiety that they might be suffering from. I mean, comedians uh, classically are depressed people or anxious people. It is, it's just kind of goes with the uh, profession in many, many ways. When you put yourself out there and rely on public feedback and support to, to make a living, you start stressing a little bit about what people think about you and things like that. So um, Scientology offers a tool set or a set of processes or techniques that claim to relieve stress, relieve trauma, relieve depression and anxiety and give you the tools to become a better actor, celebrity, communicator, etc. So it so it has a lot of re or magnet, you know, it has a lot of attraction for celebrities. And that's why celebrities will fall for it just like anybody else will. Okay. Um I am not aware of any connection between Scientology and the Pandora Papers directly uh, to answer that question. And, um, okay, and I'll answer this one and then let's wrap up. Um, <laughs> Shimoda, you're funny. 
Uh, Educon, Chris, uh, who's your favorite cult expert to hear speak? I've watched the recent Wired video with Yanya Lalich answering Twitter questions that came out this week. A number of times, she's a blast. Yes, Yanya is my is my hero. I love Yanya. I think she's amazing and wonderful and got a very good head on her shoulders. And I always support what she's doing. So I love hearing Yanya speak. Um, Rachel Bernstein's also somebody I love hearing from and talking to. I've interviewed her on my show lots of times. She is uh, she has a podcast called Indoctrination, uh, which you should check out if you have not. Rachel's awesome, uh, and she's a practicing um, therapist out in Los Angeles as well. Okay, guys, so I think with that, we will start uh, wrapping up the show. Um, so, yeah, see, I get it, Greek Sunshine, that's saying that celebrities have more resources, but realize that celebrities also isolate themselves. You might not know that, but celebrities are not, they have to have a layer of protection, an inner circle, uh, uh, you know, like a, um, what's that called? Um, you know, they're posse, they're people, they're entourage, that's the word. You know, the, the people that they can trust. They're usually lifelong friends or family members uh, or very, very close business associates or friends they've had. And that layer are the people that they actually listen to. And if one of those people gets involved in Scientology, hears about Scientology, finds out something about it, gets an in, then that makes the connection to the celebrity from somebody they trust. And by the way, 70 to 75% of people who get involved in Scientology do so because a friend or family member got them in. That's the number one way for people to become Scientologists. So um, that is, and celebrities fall for that just like everybody else. So that's, that's kind of how that works. And um, I love um, clarifying that stuff for people. So thanks for asking about that. I, I hope that those answers were, were helpful on that line. Okay, guys, uh, all that being said, thanks for coming around and watching. And uh, we will wrap up. Bye-bye.